1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hi, I'm Jules von Hepp.
3: Hello, I'm Sarah Powell.
2: And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence.
3: Because we all wobble.
2: On this week's Wobble, I was, sorry, Sarah wasn't there, but I uh, <laughs> was joined by um, Heather Muir. Yes. Now, Heather, I met in New York when I was giving her a spray tan and I was so interested by her and her job because as you will see through this interview, Heather has had to make some pretty serious sacrifices to get her dream life. She currently is the beauty director for Real Simple and Health magazines in America. So there's a massive amounts of research leadership and audiences that she has to deal with on a daily basis like she's got a big responsibility this is heather I am currently sat here in a magazine office in New York. I'm overlooking an amazing skyline. I'm kind of like freaking out because we've just been in a beauty cupboard. I'm sat here with Heather Muir. Now, Heather came into my life, I would say two months ago. Sounds about right. And I gave you a spray tan and I remember leaving you and feeling really inspired by your lifestyle and your energy. And I thought you would be an epic guest on wobble. Jules, um, you're
4: so cute. <laughs>
2: I'm just honest, babes. But tell me, because I know what you do. I know about the magazines that you edit, but I want to hear it in your own words. So tell me like, how you got into doing what you're doing.
4: Totally. So I'm really living my dream career, which, you know, I'm from this tiny town in Pennsylvania, and I never thought I would hear those words come out of my mouth. I've been doing it for 11 years. I'm a beauty director at two magazines. Um, and I feel like when I was growing up, I really didn't know what I wanted to do like all throughout school I would change directions one day I wanted to be a chiropractor because I really like to crack my back and my knuckles weird (laughs) and knees Um, one day I took a little quiz and it said I should be like an aerobic instructor Um, none of those things worked out thank God I love I bet you'd
2: suit Lycra though
4: (laughs) 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 Thanks. my mom actually sold Mary Kay skincare as like a part-time job So at an early age, at like 12, she was like, this is what you need to do to take care of your skin. You cleanse, you tone, you moisturize. Um, And I loved it because all of her clients and customers would come to our basement, shop her little cabinet of products, a much smaller cabinet than I have now. um, And I loved the fact that they would leave our house feeling so happy. Like they'd come in all kind of like tired and mm. down and she would do her little makeover with them and they would leave just like so much happier than when they came in. And I always thought like I want to have that effect on people. So I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. I loved beauty and in school I always loved writing. I hated math. Hated. Um, but I loved writing. I never knew how you could put them together until one day I met a beauty editor. And when she and where did you meet? So it's a long story, but one of my ex-boyfriend's sister is like the biggest New York City beauty editor there is. Okay. So one day, after like years of me kind of like got googling over her, she would she would always bring me home products when she came to visit us for the, for the holidays. Um, and one day, she finally said why don't you move to New York for the summer and come intern for me? So that was like the biggest break in my career. Um, and well, it,
2: well, that was the break.
4: That was the break, you know. And the thing is with magazines, there are not many of them, mm-hmm. especially now. Um, so and in each magazine, there's anywhere from one to maybe five beauty editors. So it's a very small little pool. Um, So I was so appreciative and and grateful to her. Her name's Leah, she's my mentor, I love her. She gave me a chance. So I interned for Self Magazine, Uh um, which is no longer a publication, but it's a website. And they're on social and it's like very inspiring. So I'm I'm from the tiniest one stoplight town in Pennsylvania where you literally have to wait for cows to (laughs) cross the road, I swear. Um, so moving to New York City for the summer was like, whoa, you know, I didn't even know what to do with myself. But when I found out I got my, my internship, I just like, my parents like dumped me in their van and we drove up and um, I stayed with a girl that I knew. I stayed in her walk-in closet. That's where I lived for the summer.
2: Like on the floor in a walk-in closet. Yeah, I, oh I, did, a, I did
4: a blow up mattress. And of course, this girl was like, oh, yeah, you can come live with me. I have the room. And when I got there, it was like her closet. (laughs) But it was so much fun. And I love her. and I'm so thankful that she let me stay with her. Um, And I started my internship. So when I got to um, Condé Nast, I walked into Self Magazine and Leah showed me the beauty closet. And it was what you were just in, Jules. You were describing the cupboard. I love that you say the word cupboard. (laughs) That's so cute. Um... And it's just shelves and shelves of the latest and greatest products that haven't even hit the market yet so and my job was to like log them in um to pick up on any trends that we were seeing you know one day it's like oh all these products have turmeric in it or whatever i got to interview dermatologists meet with companies go to these different events and literally within the first day i was like this is where i'm meant to be like this is what i want to do and that kind of kicked off my career Mm -hmm. um that was 12 years ago I'm an old lady now. Um, and yeah, I my first job out of college was at Cosmo, which was such a dream come true. I worked for Kate White and it, literally it was like, you went to work and there were just like shirtless male models all over the office. Like Ludacris would come in and like pop champagne and just, it was like one day there was like a tiger in our office, like it was the craziest shit. And it just blew my mind and I loved it so much. Um, I spent time there and I've, I've always been in beauty. Um, and you know, along the way, I've gotten to write a lot more. At Cosmo, I got to do a radio show, which was so wow. fun. I got to help write a book, which like I never thought I'd get to do. Mm. So to see your book in like a Barnes and Noble, it's like it's, it's so freaking That's crazy. cool. Um, I then worked at Seventeen magazine. I worked at Allure, which I loved. I got to like interview Beyonce and Justin Timberlake. Um, met so many incredible people along the way. I worked at Fitness magazine which gave me a chance to expand. I still covered beauty, but I got kind of into like wellness and fitness, which has been really cool because I'm a believer in if whatever you're writing about, you kind of have to like live that life. Yeah. You know, like I feel like you want to be as authentic as possible. Um, and then after fitness, I got my job at Real Simple where I am now. I've been here about three years. And then recently I've taken on the beauty director role at Health Magazine too. Um, so it's a complete dream come true.
2: So for those who don't know what um, like American magazines, mm-hmm. what do both of those magazines encompass?
4: So for Real Simple, we're 18 years old. In the life of a magazine, that's relatively still new. Yeah. Um, But it's a beautiful magazine. People love to like display it in their homes, put it on their coffee table. Our aesthetic is very like minimal, organized, um, I don't know if you guys know the NEAT method, but if you follow them on Instagram, they make pantries look like color-coded like dream zones. Um, And the whole motto of the magazine is to simplify and streamline your life. Like we're all so busy and everything is so cluttered and hectic. So whether it comes to cooking, fashion, beauty, my favorite, um, everything's about kind of honing in so that you can get out the door quickly but still look amazing. And then when we pivot to health, Um, that's all about like feeling good, is looking good. And I love it because I think a lot of fitness magazines, you look at like the cover and you think, well shit, if I don't have rock hard abs, like I I can't even open this. And that's not what we're about at all. Um, It's all about like, you know, caring about your health and wellness and taking time for self care and celebrating you and just kind of being the best that you can be.
2: I think you um, really, are your job role like inside and out? Because feel like you juggle a million things. Because what time do you get up?
4: So I get up at 4.30 in the morning, which trust me, I never thought I would be that person. Um, I used to like, you know, sleep in until like 11am on the weekends. Um, but I've really learned, and this is a lot my husband kind of wore off on me, his kind of like messaging and motivation is like to to win the day every day and i think as you get older you do learn that like there's just so much to do in life and you mm. want to experience and can't sleep it all away um so i get up super early because i have a long commute
2: how long is your commute
4: commute five hours a day
2: so two and a half hours in two and a half hours out yes
4: so my job is in new york city it's downtown And my husband and I, about five years ago, bought a home in the Hudson Valley, which is in the country um, north of the city. So, you know, I know it sounds completely insane, but I love having the best of both worlds. Like I get to live my New York City glamorous life where I go to these like fabulous events and I have this beautiful office. But then on the weekends, I get to have a house and a yard for my dogs. And we live in a very small, kind of quaint, chill town where I like, can live in my Uggs and never wear makeup. And it's like the, just the best of so both worlds. So you just have
2: this complete contrast. Because honestly, when you say that you commute for two and a half hours into work every day, like honestly, I just hear that and go, fuck that. I know. Like, it's insane. Oh my God. It's insane. How long have you done that for?
4: I've done it for about five years.
2: What keeps you motivated to do that? Like I, Because I know our industry and it's a lot of events at night mm-hmm. or early morning breakfast. Mm-hmm. So how do you every morning wake up and like, I want to say it's that film set thing of going, I love my job, I love my job, I love my job. But you obviously clearly do love your job. I and do. you're making your, you know, lifestyle work. But how do you keep motivated?
4: So I honestly think if you have something you love on either end of the commute, it, it's possible. I think if I didn't love my job or like, you know, I was like still living with my parents and it was like a forced situation. I was trying to save money, like one of those types of things. But the commute is my choice. Like I decided to buy my home where I did and I decide to work where I do. So I feel like I own that, you know, and it's not, I'm not being forced to do it. I chose to do it. Um, and I really love both being a city girl and a country girl Mm -hmm. and most people don't get to do it. Sure, I wish it was an hour, you Mm -hmm. know, but honestly, it's like you make it what you want to make it. If I would get up and bitch about it every day and like I have to get up so early and I don't have much time at home and I'm always running around and you know, you do kind of have to live on a schedule, you know, because if you're five minutes late, it like screws up your whole day. But I think that if you have a good attitude about it, and for me, I make the train my me time. So it's like I totally decompress from work. You know, it's my time to be on social media. So all throughout the day when I'm at these cool events, I'll save pictures. And then when I get on the train, I can post and do fun captions. And, you know, I can listen to podcasts um, and listen to music and sleep. And I actually do my entire, like, makeup beauty routine on the train, which... I used to be one of those snobs where I'd like see a girl putting on mascara on the subway and I'm like, oh girl, gross. But now it's fine. I bring my whole kit. I have this like giant Chanel bag that's like super heavy and I bust it out and I have my face wipes and my beauty blender and I do my entire face. So I always say, if someone would see me getting on, I like have my hair in a top knot, I look a mess. All I've done is like brush my teeth and then I get on there a couple hours later, I come off of Grand Central, like woo, here I am. Yeah,
2: ready to relaunch. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you ever have days where you're just like, oh God, I can't be asked with this. And do you work Monday to Friday?
4: Yep, Monday through Friday, five days a week. Um, So I get up at 4.30, yeah. I run for a half hour. Some days I lift weights, we have a little at home gym. And I've decided, I just found that in order to get like my little fitness in, it needs to be at home with this kind of commute. So I, I also think that's a trick too. You really have to make some adjustments. Like I don't wanna give up working out, um, but it's like when I was a member at a gym, it was like, dude, it's never gonna happen. Like some days I wish I could take a cool class in the city or something, but no, it's just, this is this is the routine that works for me. Um, I eat my so breakfast. You so you
2: literally like you've had to sacrifice You have things. to sacrifice yeah. things,
4: sure. Um, but I also think you get perks that like a lot of my friends in the city, you know, don't have a, a big, nice house to decorate because, you know, everything's so expensive. Everything's mm. tiny here. Um, and I love when my friends come and visit me because I get to show them my countryside, which I think is so fun. Um, so anyways, I work out, I eat breakfast. I drive about a half hour to the train station. And that's the other thing, too. My commute is kind of broken up. So I drive a little bit, talk to my mom every morning. Um, I get on the train. I do my makeup, social media stuff. Then I get on the subway. There's not much to do (laughs) do there. Um, And then I walk. So it's not like two and a half hours straight. It's kind of broken up, which is nice.
2: Like you said you've interviewed Beyonce and you've interviewed Justin Timberlake and I know that sometimes when you go into those rooms with certain people and this doesn't mean that it can be a celebrity this could be anybody in your life and you go into a room and somebody's in a bad mood Mm -hmm. how do you stay positive when that person or that somebody is in a foul mood or you've got to be like I'm here to do this job and this is a really awkward situation
4: totally I think dealing with celebrities like early on I was so like stargazed and but you you honestly learn to give them the benefit of the doubt being a journalist and a reporter, you see that their days with press, it's like they are scheduled so tightly. You know that you're one of like 30 people that they're talking to that day. So of course, I've had some amazing experience where where I walked away and I'm like, Beyonce said that I had cute toenail polish and I like made your life, you know. And then I like the day I interviewed Justin Timberlake, he wasn't exactly like the most fun, charming guy as I Mm. thought he'd be. But instead of being sad about it, you just think he probably got asked the same questions so many times. You know, these people put themselves out there for us. So I think it's, you know, just giving them the respect of like, hey, maybe you had a bad day, and that's okay. You know, I still stay composed and positive, and that's really all you can do. And I think as a journalist, my biggest thing is making the interview process fun. Like, I'm not going to go in there and be like, Tell me what the cologne smells like. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you kind of have to think of like a fun, almost game. Like instead of a list of questions, I always try to think of like a little game that they could play just to kind of make them feel like they're doing something new.
2: with fitness Mm -hmm. because like you said before people um, sometimes will look at fitness magazine and I know you exercise but well
4: I do now I didn't before
2: really you started exercising when you started working at this magazine at
4: Fitness magazine I did like before I was like such a beauty girl and you know, I was like a cheerleader in high school and college and that was fine, but I hated working out. I never worked out.
2: I feel the same and I've only just started working out again and I'm, I I dread exercise. Like, yep. I'm not one of those people who's just like, oh yes, yeah, no. can't wait. Like how do you motivate yourself to actually run every morning?
5: So,
4: I mean, I think in the beginning working at fitness, I was really writing about like sweat proof makeup and you know, things in that kind of area. And to be honest, like I didn't feel like an ex in it because I wasn't living that life so that gave me some motivation to do it and then when I started dating my now husband he's really into fitness and wellness and he runs and lifts and he meditates and he has this really positive attitude that I kind of like at first was like dude you're nuts you know and we just live different kind of lifestyles but there was something contagious about him being so positive and you know it's a little bit vanity but it's also like health you know so it's like he wants his heart to be healthy and I'm like well shit as I get older I want mine to be too I don't wake up thinking I can't wait to run like people who say it clears my head I get endorphins screw that I don't feel any of that shit but I like the result of it so I got married two years ago and about a year before my wedding I was like there's never going to be a more like motivated time to like look amazing. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going I said to him, like, babe, I'm going to get on the Dave train. Tell me what I need to do. He was like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. And I lost 25 pounds and I felt so confident. I've always been a confident person, but there was something about on my wedding day, I never thought twice no matter where that for, photo- you know, people are taking pictures all day. And normally, you know, when you interview celebrities, you think, oh, I have a good side. I have to be looking this way. There's an angle. I didn't care what angle anyone was shooting me at. I felt so beautiful and confident and happy. And yeah, I worked really hard to get there, but I feel like that accomplishment just like meant so much to me and I just want to keep it going. And what I love about our take on fitness, it's no restrictions. Like when people say, how did you lose the weight? I never cut out sugar or gluten or dairy. Like I do everything in moderation. You know, I try to exercise for 30 minutes a day and you know, we try to eat relatively healthy, but like yesterday people brought in crisp, Krispy Kreme. So I had a bite and on Saturdays we'll like go get burgers. So I re- my message is, is like, little tweaks can make a big difference and just do what feels good to you but don't be afraid to push yourself a little bit because I think a lot of people think like I could never do that and me living my life now like you can get up super early even if you like to sleep in you can fit it in I mean I'm I lose five hours a day in my commute which kind of like makes me want to throw up just saying it but there are ways to to fit it in I think whatever is worth it to you you'll find a way to make it happen
2: like in terms of like body confidence and yeah. you saying that you worked out so much for the wedding like we've talked about this on wobble before and like the bridal thing is really like a thing that like pulls someone in and totally for, for me with exercises it's about my mental health yep. like if i feel good i'll yeah. do it totally um with working in a like a fitness magazine mm-hmm. do you ever look at your body in maybe a different way do you maybe you're on shoots with girls in activewear or you're with like you with like A-list celebrities. Totally. Do you ever like do you ever fall into comparison traps?
4: You know, I feel like I know how to kind of separate it to be completely honest with you. Like, yeah, I'm with these gorgeous models and I'll see them in the room getting changed and I just think, "Holy crap, like look how amazing they look." But I honestly feel like really happy about my body the way it is. Like, it's nowhere near perfect, but I feel like I work really hard on it. Um, and I just feel grateful for what it can do. Um, my husband is um, works with kids. He's an assistant principal at a high school. And he recently went on a, a field trip where there was a, a student in a wheelchair. And he said there was this like huge hill that all the kids were like bitching about having to go up. And he was pushing the kid in the wheelchair up. And the kid said, I would do anything to be able to walk up this hill. And like I could just like cry <laughs> saying it, yeah. but it is true. It's like. You watch all these people that go through different things, what they have to overcome. And it's like, I just feel happy to be healthy and alive and living and not saying that there are days where I'm like, Ugh, I wish I had, I wish I was tall. I wish I was skinny. But honestly, I just feel like it's better to keep the mindset of like celebrating who you are, you know? And if you have something you don't like, you can, there's always, you know, room to improve and ways to do it. But um, I've never really been a person to be, super like comparing myself with other people. I just don't think it's a good way to go.
2: No, it's not, and we talk about it all the time And Wobble, we're like, don't fall into the no. comparison trap, but it's no. okay if you do, but just remember, be grateful for everything that you have.
4: Totally, and I think now it's such a cool time in like the beauty industry and even the fitness industry. It's like, Things have changed so much in terms of like the models that we use. You know, we're really trying to diversify things and on beauty shoots, whether it's like plus adding plus size models in and you know, obviously like a big range of ethnicities and you know, just seeing different body types and things on covers of magazines. Exactly
2: how it should have been like twenty years ago. A
4: hundred percent. I feel like it's a great message that we're giving to like younger girls.
2: Like, because in your job you but you're gonna meet like health Mm experts and you're going to meet mindfulness experts and has there been anyone that you've met and anything that you've learned along the way
4: oh i have to say besides the free shit my favorite part of my job is getting to meet people whether it's like you know the best of the best dermatologists, and they they do all these amazing like skin cancer surgeries or you know a makeup artist who just totally changes the way you thought about makeup i know our friend katie jane hughes Mm. she's one of my favorites Um, And she's so funny. She'll say like, Heather, don't reach out to your picture. Celebrate your freckles and do this. And you know, I think everyone that I get to meet, I just feel so lucky like just meeting you I mean, we're basically strangers, but yet I feel like I could call you tomorrow and be like, Jules, help me with this. Oh, always. And for the most part, that's what the beauty industry is, and I feel like that's why I love it so much. Every day, whether it's an event or I'm at a desk side, that's when a brand brings their product to my desk to talk about it. I love having access to all these amazing experts. Um, I recently like got to go to Israel with this brand and learn all about their culture. And, you know, I think every day, and that's one of the motivations for the commute, it's like, I just get to be this sponge and I get to soak up all these people's knowledge. And I can't think of one specific person right now, but there are like hundreds over my 11 year career that like each day you just pick up these little nuggets.
2: If, so um, if somebody in their morning routine, because like God knows, I mean, literally, God knows how you do your morning routine, um, <laughs> What's something that could like, set you on the right track for the day.
4: I just love my little ritual like I hate running but I just like do it what we do is we get up we go downstairs I love having a person to do it with I think if I was by myself I don't know if it would happen Mm. but if you have a friend a partner you know a sister a mom that you guys can do like something together I just feel like it makes it so much better we blast rap music in our basement and we like in between our workout we dance I have two giant Great Danes, they're down there with us. And it's just like our morning thing. We have coffee, we have pancakes. I think anything that kind of just like makes you happy is like how you should start your day. Like, do I shower every morning? No. People are always like, Heather, how do you do this commute? I don't really get it all done. I just kind of prioritize and do the best I can. If I have to grab a body wipe and just do the bits, that's what I do.
2: So instantly the thing that makes you the happiest goes to the
4: front. Yes, 100%. I wash my hair once a week you know, a shower every couple I'm days. I'm glad I'm it's sat down fine. for that
2: because <laughs> that would have floored me. <laughs>
4: and it, it does, but you just kind of learn these little shortcuts that like, yeah, I don't have that much time at home, so I'm not going to get done everything that I want to do, but you just like make the best of it and do exactly, you prioritize what makes you happiest.
2: Heather, I've absolutely loved this chat. Like you are <laughs> so inspiring because you just juggle and keep going and just stay positive like you're such an optimistic person thank you so much um but we do ask on wobble um because we know that everybody has a wobble like what makes you wobble
4: Ah, so many things. I think the trick is just to not let that, like when you feel a pang of like insecurity or something, I feel like you have to literally give yourself a pep talk and just like get out of it. So like right now, I was telling Jules about this before, you know, I've been really grateful to have like fairly nice skin. It's not perfect. I have some brown spots, I have some fine lines, but for the most part, it's clear and fine. Recently, I've had this like epic chin breakout which I totally could go down a downward, on a downward spiral over it and and be upset with it. But I think like, I haven't had to deal with this much. So I have like 20 zits on my chin. We're gonna clear it up. It's gonna be okay. You know, some days when I look in the mirror, it's like, probably shouldn't have had that donut yesterday. But you just kind of plow through. You know, I don't know that much about politics. And when I hear people talk about it, I'm like, well, shoot, like, I need to get better about these types of things. And my...
2: how do you get better at those kind of things?
4: I ask my husband things. Yeah. <laughs> or just watch the CNN more yeah. or something. Um, you know, because I'm not home that much, Dave, like, runs our household. You know, he does, he pays the bills. He does all of our food shopping. He cooks every night. So a lot of times I feel a little wobbly in the sense of like, am I contributing enough? Because he's doing so much stuff. But I also think, you know, I'm commuting five hours a day and I'm, you know, bringing in money for our house. And you know, it's, it's working as a team. So I think it's accepting, you know, your wobbles and your flaws but always reminding yourself that like you can get better and you, you can overcome it. You just can't dwell on it. Cause no, I mean, everyone, you know, I've got to interview, like we were talking about the most amazing celebrities and they all have them. All, everyone has something, you know, probably a lot of things. Um, and I think our job is to just like help other people through it. I mean, all my beauty editor friends, like, I love being able to say like, oh, I feel like this or "I, I don't like this about myself. And we all have it. And I think the worst thing you can do is dwell on it and like bottle it up and hold it inside. Like I said to Dave, I hate my chin sits. He's like, Babe, I see one. Get over it yourself. You know, it's like we all need to help each other. But well, you're
2: putting it out there and then realizing right. how kind of ridiculous it it's is. for someone's going, What it's are you so doing? Silly. Exactly. How about you've been amazing? Thank you, Joel. Thank you so much. This I is love so fun.
4: This. Thank you so much. Read Real Simple and Health. Yay.
3: Can we please talk about Heather's commute? Yeah, that's. Right, Can we? I mean, I feel tired for her. So she gets up at 4 30, two and a half hours. Now, up until that point, I'll be totally honest, when I was listening to your chat with Heather, Heather's got a perfect life, hasn't she? She's got a dream job, da, 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 da. And then I heard about that commute and just how strict she has to be about when she does exercise and how, presumably, when she goes to bed. All of those sorts of things are all tied up in this choice that she's made. But what I love is that she owns that choice because a lot of people would go oh it's so unfair that I have to live here I want to live here with my dogs and my husband and actually I have to do this great big commute poor me and actually what I love is that she has made her choice and she's made the adjustments and the sacrifices that she needed to make and she stands by it and I love that
2: but I also think it's quite inspirational because there are a lot of us that and me included in this like live in a city but actually love the countryside but Heather recognized the fact that she loved working in one but actually her weekends she preferred in the other yeah and she accepted that and just took control of her own life and went do you know what i don't want to live in new york city i want to like live in the countryside with my husband have this dream life at the weekends so in order to do that i have to be the slave to the commute and i i like the fact that she instead of seeing it as a commute has seen this time as this is her time yes this is her social media time taking your makeup off time it's her like just downtime, and she's seen it as a window as opposed to a burden
3: yeah which is awesome that's really because we never really hear about that mm. you say oh well I'm, you know when I, eventually I'm going to move into the country but right now I work here so it's not possible mm. well it is but you're just going to have to really own it
2: and if you want that yes. if you want that live go for it and well, make sacrifices and that's what
3: she said there was that lovely line when she said whatever is worth it find a way because you can you can find a way and the other thing that I really enjoyed um, was when she was talking about exercise Um, First of all, I love that she said about little tweaks. Mm. Because it is that, you Mm. know, at the moment. If you're following me on Instagram stories, you'll know I'm trying to get in shape for my wedding. And actually hearing her, I was like, yes, that's the bride I want to be. Um, But it is those little moments. Mm. It is saying, oh, I'm just not going to eat that right now. Or I'm not going to have two drinks. I'll just have one. It is those tiny little tweaks that make all the difference. Um, And something that you and I talk about with exercise a lot is neither of us are those people who love exercise
2: no and I wish I did I want to be that person and Heather was talking about it I want to I almost want to be Heather I want to have that I want to have that life and have that control you know it is so inspirational but Exercise I me, mean, I dread it. Yeah, I dread and I it, do. and I like the fact that she said, "No, I don't enjoy running," but yeah. I know that I want to eat a donut or yes. I want to have pizza, so I'm just got to do this because it's me being kind to my body.
3: That's it. And actually, Lucy Sheridan, who was mm. one of our favourite guests from um, Series One of Wobble, um, she was talking about exercise on her stories the other day, and she was saying, "Get it done." That's what it is for her, and that's like it is for me. It's got, it's just got to be done. It's one of those things. I'm not an endorphin rush person. Mm. I'll never look forward to it. I love it when it's done
2: interesting
3: yeah Yeah. we love you for listening love you we've got some really exciting guests lined yes. up over the next couple of weeks that we're just absolutely in love with so that's coming up um, do like do subscribe
2: do five star rating absolutely and also Wobble is a podcast about body confidence and happiness and if you think you may know somebody who would benefit from listening to this we do encourage you to share it because we are on a journey with Wobble ourselves yes and so we're really enjoying making these podcasts for you and we hope that it can can help anyone and everyone in a very positive and uplifting way
3: thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time for another brilliant guest on wobble
5: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
0: Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados.